Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss writing credit, short stories, and peckers. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Well, Ryan, we're back after a, uh, a brief and frankly disturbing hiatus. Honestly, unexpected, I, unexpected hiatus. I can't believe that us, me and you. Yeah, we had an unexpected hiatus. Um, people don't know this, but I'm going to tell them. I got a, there was a, some kind of stomach bug going around last week, and I unexpectedly fell victim to said stomach bug. And it prevented uh, my uh, ability to deliver a podcast free of vomiting and explosive diarrhea. Well, I mean, normally we deliver one filled with that. Well, yeah, but this one would have been a little too 4D, you know, one toke over the line, as they say. Um, At any rate, we're back now and it's the 150th episode of tomorrow. And we have so much planned. I think you know what that means. I think you know what that is. That's There's big, 150 that's, too many episodes of this podcast. It's a big, it's 149 too many. Um, <laughs> there's only one. See if you can spot the one truly great episode of tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'll t- I would like to hear from the from the listener next week. You tell me what you th- what you think I think is the best episode of tomorrow ever. Uh, we should talk about what's going on in the world because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to say. There's a lot of things going on. A lot just of keep people whipping around the sun. I'm not. I don't like it one bit. I think can we I'm talk about stop. Can we talk about Bezos? <sighs> the complexifier of my day. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I I know there's a lot of hate for Jeff Bezos out there, but you got to hand it to this guy. I mean, there's there's some right here. <laughs> dude is living. The dude is living like a. Like a, a a George Clooney dr- like dramatic film, yeah. He, he, this is like this is like a uh, this is like that movie where they kidnap the kids and like they're like they want the ransom and the guys like I'm not going to give them the ransom. I'm going to go find them or something. I think that's a movie with Mel Gibson. I think I could no. Be wrong. The Jeff Bezos move is to be like I don't care about those kids. Bye. <laughs> he's like no like the Jeff Bezos move is he kills the kids himself. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's like this kid have side night. Boom. Um, no, so I don't know if everybody knows what's happened, but but the National Enquirer attempted to essentially blackmail Jeff Bezos into like calling off an investigation into how he his texts and apparently sexts uh, his visual sex, also known as dick pics, got leaked um, to the National Enquirer, and uh, and they launched some kind of insane scheme where they're like oh if you back off of your investigation we will not publish these pictures which is you know essentially uh i guess extortion yeah it's blackmail blackmail and extortion i think it's a little both actually anyhow so jeff bezos went on medium of all places and was like yo (laughs) there's dick pics they have dick pics of me and i'm not going to cop to their bullshit because they're I love scumbags. that he went, he went to Medium. He owns the entire internet and the Washington no, Post, I think, a physical I, paper. I think this is Medium. Like, the one thing that I know Medium is for is, like, I mean, what is he going to launch, like, JeffBezos.com, you know? Like, you yeah. can't put it on the Washington Post because then it's, like, all So this, like, glad weird... he didn't tweet. So glad he didn't tweet. You can't tweet. You can't tweet this. You can't. It's not going on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know? What's the platform if you're like, I just got to say something. I don't talk that much in public. Like, I'm not like writing blogs all the time. He Beyonce's one, a one episode podcast where he just explains, 
you know what? Publish the dick pics. I don't give a shit. No, dude, it's it's bold. He's basically like, look, they have these photos. They're using them against me. And if I can't stand up to this kind of shit, who can? And, um, you know, I guess whatever you want to say about the dude, you cannot deny that um, it's a dope move. It's a bold move. And it's the right it's the right move. I have two things to say. One, okay. really admire him for one time leaving money on the table and not releasing this as a Kindle single. Two. Wow, okay. Two. However, will this billionaire who owns the entire world get over the fact that we might see his dick? Like as I, I, I say you, that, I say that as I browse grinder. Like you know, he's going to be fine. I got so a couple things come to mind. And one is like he's got to feel pretty good about whatever's in the pictures. I mean, I feel yeah. like Oh yeah. I feel like if it were like I feel like, you know, he probably got some some outside, you know. Yeah, uh, if he, if he's got a chode situation or like a micro dick, that's yeah. I think I think Bezos is you know he's not a big guy but he might be packing and and I think and that he's the smaller he is the bigger the piece looks in that's comparison right. that's so right that's exactly that's why I've been trying to shrink actually I'm working on a <laughs> shrinking ray to uh, no but um but so so you know it's it's a bold it's a bold move it is uh, a bold move. but but it's but it is also like yeah I mean I'm a little bit proud of Prime Daddy he needs to pay his workers more but this was good. Look, it, it, this is not about his business practices. I mean, it no. is to some degree. I love the the best part of it is like he's like I he's like they're gonna uh, they're gonna release them to uh, I guess like try to say that I like can't manage the business. And he's like, well, here's like he's like I started this in my garage and it's like the f- most valuable company in the world. So I'll let the results be speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm bad at managing the business. He's That's like, what you're gonna the get. People me on. blackmailing me have Prime Now subscriptions. So yeah. <laughs> Um, but so anyhow, so, so it's, um, so, you know, it's a pretty lit situation out over there at, at Bezos, Bezos's house in Bezos's house. Um, but anyhow, it's just a crazy situation. One of but his houses. What's really crazy. One of his hundred, several hundred. Um, what's really crazy is that it actually all like, I mean, the, in essence, there is a, there is a thread here that like, this is do being done either. I mean, there is a thread here to read into this, that this is either being done for Trump because Trump doesn't like the way the Washington Post has been covering him Mm -hmm. or at the request of Trump. It's certainly being done. There is like, you know, he basically says it's like politically motivated and, um, yeah, it's it's, absolutely some time for some game theory because yeah, yeah, time for some game theory. The game theory is, I I don't even I don't know if it's a theory. It's like, he says it, 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 it's fucked up. I mean, we're, I mean, the, I mean, the National Enquirer is like, this is like, they're dirty as fuck. Oh, yeah. They have I mean, blood, like, not just on their hands. Like, they're printing their little what, newspaper, their little uh, supermarket newspapers in blood. I mean, the so place beyond, is, it's, is. It's so beyond, like, um, you know, whatever this shit is with, like, you know, celebrity, you know, uh, celebrity, somebody got fat, somebody's dying, whatever. Like, that stuff's, like, normal garbage normal horrible this is like i don't know man i think they fucked with the wrong person yeah the thing is too like that he's not the one like you like as cardi b said he will dog walk you like this is not the guy this isn't the guy he's not he is not the man with whom to fuck and (laughs) i think they're gonna find out the hard way it's like dude he could make it literally if he wanted to his life's work to destroy the National Enquirer and fucking uh, do it and Pecker Pecker at the National Enquirer, <laughs> the Dave, David Pecker. 
I'll yeah, say this. Tech. I gotta give I gotta give it to um it's at least the first place I saw it. I think the first two actually have it. HuffPost had um the headline uh Bezos exposes Pecker. And <laughs> I mean just I, I have to say, and I've thought a lot about it. I've spent quite a bit of time thinking about it. Um, I just don't think that like in terms of the actual content of the story and the players involved, you cannot get a bit. Be- there is no better headline. Uh, you know what? I, I just want to give it up to the staff writers room of uh, Earth because, <laughs> you know, a lot of the times we got a lot of corny stuff going on here. But this is a, a subplot I can get into. I mean, honestly, I was going through some like possible alternates like um, Pecker caught in a bind. Um <laughs> Uh, Pecker caught red-handed, which doesn't make sense, but yeah. is like sounds right, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Pecker snatched, and I don't know something like that. I don't know. I, you know, I, I it's hard. Bezos That's what I'm saying. tries to prime Pecker for exposure. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. I don't know. Bezos, Bezos primes Pecker. It's interesting. I mean, it's not. That's not terrible, but doesn't really make any sense. I mean, there's a reason I'm not a headline writer at HuffPo, I guess. That's right. And it's because your headlines are not good. Um, no, you're a very talented man. And maybe headlines aren't your strong suit. At any rate, uh, so that's the Bezos thing. It's unfolding, continues to unfurl and unfold. And we'll see what happens. Right, right out of his swim trunks. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. He- there yeah, and it. also like we already know he's getting divorced. It's not as if this was going to ruin his marriage. Like I mean, I I like when we don't know the and I'm not I'm not trying to defend anybody or whatever. We do not know the circumstances of this situation at all. We don't know what his I mean, wife, yeah, his personal life is his personal life. I truly like I, I have no side eye for that. I mean, No, it's like it's like and and by the way, I don't like if there is reason to believe that somehow he's being irresponsible like that's a business issue and a business problem and like that's for his board to 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 deal with i don't think any of this has real news value he's a public figure and i guess like you could there's a stretch to say like well he's a public figure therefore like who he fucks is important but i do think it's a stretch i do think even for jeff bezos who he's having sex with is like not really anybody's concern but jeff's also, all of this in, t- in defense of Donald Trump, who has like a much, much worse personal life. Is, yeah. Oh, I no. Mean, I mean, literally, he's literally paying people off who he like had extramarital affairs with, paying them off on the campaign trail for president and is now president. And we're like, Jeff Bezos and his wife have separated and he's got a new girlfriend. It's like, OK. Jeff Bezos took a picture of his penis one time. It's <laughs> just like it's just like that. I, I don't there isn't even a legit scandal here yet as far as we know i mean all this tells me is not to buy one of those amazon phones and i'm glad they don't sell them anymore they don't and they were really bad and dumb and so security issues so i think we're okay i think we're okay there um at any rate uh what else is going on in the news well speaking of security issues yes no the most privacy conscious company in the world who took out a billboard outside of ces to say we love privacy had Mm -hmm. a facetime bug that let yeah. people just listen to whatever you did. This is exactly why I uh, I only let my daughter and wife use FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they do love, and they do love. I mean, Zelda does love FaceTime, and it is great. FaceTime's great. It's unfortunate. Kids and old people love FaceTime. It's they do. I, I'll tell you what. What fucks me up is when I see you walking around. Um, oh no! Oh no! I saw someone around. going into the subway. I was like, "You're not going to have the service for this." And there's nothing you, down here to see. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're walking around, like out there, you know, doing Facetime. It's like I don't know. 
that seems weird. Maybe it's cool. Maybe that's cool now. At any Being rate, seen all the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So whatever. Apple's fixing it. A fourteen-year-old discovered the bug, and, um, and they're paying him. You know what's what's the problem? What's the problem? You know they they yeah. fucked up. You know Apple's got bigger problems in my opinion. Like like the FaceTime thing is a problem, and and it is like one of those like you know people in glass houses. It's also like you, you remember the 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 fappening the, the the like the most like severe like invasion of privacy ever for celebrities for yeah, like was female iCloud. celebrities. That's like an iCloud hack. So I don't think Apple's like has been that great. I mean, they're like, we don't use your data to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, all right, but like you're not perfect. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You made your, in my opinion, you made your phones less secure with face ID. Like, I don't know. I, fucking hate I mean, they ID. were the ones that had that bug that you could send someone a single emoji over iMessage and crash their phone. So. That's what I've been that's actually what I've been spending why I was off for a week. I was actually crashing people's phones. <laughs> Pretty tight. Uh, situation. Anyhow, I don't know what there's to say about Apple. You know, they've had a rough couple of uh, months, and uh, the FaceTime bu- bug doesn't help. And you they know, want to get into game streaming along with video streaming. And X- uh, yeah. Microsoft just announced that Xbox Live is coming to iOS and Android and the Switch. Which I don't know how that's going to work. Does that mean? Does that mean that I will be able to stream Xbox games on my Switch? No, I think it means you'll be able to sign in and get achievements. Oh, that's not interesting to me. And use their like multiplayer, I guess. That doesn't help me at all. No. That's not helping me. I need real help. <laughs> professional help. <laughs> I need professional help. Someone help me out. Um yeah, anyway. Apple getting into game streaming is odd. I just feel like we're the the whole gaming industry is about to look like the nineties because it's gonna be like every company is gonna release a box that streams. They're all gonna be slightly different, but all the same. I think what's really interesting with Apple is like not to talk too much about Apple, but um, I just see them getting squeezed out in all these interesting ways of things that they should be much better at or much more in the center of. Like the whole yeah. TV thing is like – I don't think they really sold, I don't think they've sold that many Apple TVs. I mean I don't know how many there are out there, but I'm sure there's like a decent amount. But, uh, you know, it's like – I mean a I lot mean, of the TVs – The pieces were there for them to do an iPod Touch – that was sort of like the Switch, an Apple TV that could play games, but also like was had delivered you the best video content in the best way with exclusive content. Like the pieces have all been there for a long time. They just seem like scared to pull the trigger in a way that like doesn't look like a really dumb casual like. Well, they can't really. I mean, listen, I their whole ecosystem, their whole like video ecosystem is a total shit show. I mean, like try buying something on your Apple TV and then putting it on your child's iPad. That is like. It is like a, it's a crazy exercise. Like it's so poorly implemented. Um, just like the whole thing. Like I literally bought some stuff on Amazon uh, recently because it was just simply easier to watch it on the iPad than to buy things on iTunes. I mean, I only buy movies on like Google Play slash YouTube because yeah. YouTube is on everything, and right. I'll know that I'll be able to stream it. No, and it's then fucking. It's fucking. They have crazy. that like background deal where like it'll just show up in other services because of some like like weird like I forget what it's called. It's not ultraviolet because it's closing, but there's some like service that like DVD anywhere or something that it just kind of shows up in some other places. So I'm like, all right, this is how I'm doing this. I would never purchase a movie through I- the iTunes Store in the year 2019. Yeah. No, I well, I have because I'm very lazy, and so I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, oh, all right, fine. So I own a lot of movies on iTunes, and I regret it. I regret all of it because they're like basically not transportable in any way, shape, or form. Like any other service makes them readily available wherever I want them. 
Like, if you buy a movie on Google Play, it's in your YouTube account. I can watch it on my PS4, my Xbox, my Switch. Right. I could do it on my phone. No, Amazon's the same way. You buy it on Amazon, and it's wherever there's an Amazon app, which is literally everything. And, 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 uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's like, no, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, this is not to go down a rabbit hole, but it's like, you know, PS4 basically has the same shit that iTunes has. The Xbox basically has the same shit in their store. Like, but they also th- offer live TV. PS4 has like PlayStation View. They right. have a which live is, TV which package. Is, which Apple is definitely, have which that. is definitely better integrated. And and like I have DirecTV now, which is an app, and it is the worst app. I mean, it is so yeah. poorly designed, and so it's like bad. I mean, it's AT and T, right? So like, no, no, there yeah, you go. it's like well, it's actually well, it's DirecTV, I guess. Yeah, AT and T, but like the code is bad. It's like it crashes. It doesn't work. It's buggy. Yeah. It's like, and I think by the way. It's not uh, out of the realm of possibility to imagine that they are purposely uh, making the app bad because they want people to be like, God, my cable experience was like a lot better than this, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, I think you really can't, I mean. It's to get people who aren't used to having cable into having live cable. And then once they have it, they're like, this is terrible. And they're like, you know, what's good. Put a satellite on your roof. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's interesting to, to see it unfold because it actually really is a very poor it's a very poor substitute for i mean it work it basically works but like simple things like i want to fast forward through stuff or rewind stuff it just like just doesn't work that well it's like um, fucking buggy I, I i got sent one of those kavas that we talked about months ago and yeah. i i don't have like a logitech harmony or something so mm-hmm. that end of it like just as a universal remote i'm very much enjoying um it is a little harder to get it to understand to like open my PS4 and go to YouTube. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I end up just putting it on the PS4 and then, you know, using their controller to go over to the YouTube app, which yeah. is not horrible. It's just like it's not the pr- thing I was promised when I felt like I set it up. But I'm lo- really looking forward to a day when we just have like, you know, your game console or whatever the thing is that you m- primarily need to have plugged into your TV and then everything else just kind of works from there. Like, it feels like we're getting closer, but, like, it's it, it just currently, it, it feels like, wasn't cable card supposed to be a thing? What's happening? Yeah, oh, no, cable card. Come on. That's <laughs> from another era. That's like I know, era. but I just mean, like, if that, if we lived in the universe where that took off, I feel like we'd be there already. I don't know. I, I honestly, it's like, I don't want, I feel like I'm not watching enough content to even, like, think about this anymore, but, like, we started watching the, um, this TMT, T, sorry, TNT show, I Am The Night. Have you watched it at all? Mm-mm. It's uh, stars Chris Pine, where he's like definitely out. Oh, he's that. like definitely out there trying to get an Emmy because his performance is really over the top. Oh, good. Uh, um, it's kind of heavy handed. Patty Jenkins did it, but it's it's an interesting story. It's it's like partially about this girl who like it's it's about this girl who like goes to find her like real parents in L.A. It's also like about the Black Dahlia murder, and it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. like set in 1965, so it's very moody. Um got a lot of vibes that I'm into, but, uh, at any rate, you know, like I just want to watch that show in a simple way. And it's so hard. Like I've been recording it on my, whatever my, the direct TV function is. And it's like, so you've replicated all of the garbageness of a DVR digitally, like a pure digital DVR. Like there has to be a better way for you to do this. Like this should have chapters. Like this should have other information. Like this should work better. Netflix, but for cable. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, maybe Netflix will get in the cable game. And that'll fix everything. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, uh, speaking know. of things to watch. Oh, my God. Watch the Super Bowl. I watched, uh, I watched a little bit of the Super Bowl. 
I mean, I can't believe we're even talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, this is all really a vehicle for me to make fun of Adam Levine. Adam Levine is, uh, I'll just say this. I didn't watch the halftime show. Um, I didn't watch it live. Later, I had heard so, heard so many cringy things that I was like, all right, let's look at this. Oof. I saw some of the ads. Somebody had a great tweet, which is like, um, Adam Levine looks like the guy from Memento. His, his tattoos make him look like the guy from Memento, but the mystery is where he left his jewel. <laughs> <laughs> I should be the one that turns his California stomach tattoo into Disney's California adventure, which looks way more natural on him. I mean, and I mentioned this to you the other day, but the thing that I always think about uh, when I see Adam Levine doing anything is that he and Jonah Hill are best friends since childhood. And that's like, (laughs) I just think about that all the time. Like, and I think like, did he was like, who was the cool one in that relationship? Like, was it like, was Jonah Hill the cool one of that relationship? I think the power dynamics probably shifted back and forth as Jonah, like, had some success. Then Maroon 5 took off and then yeah. Jonah Hill was up for an Oscar. Now Maroon 5 is at the Super Bowl. Like, I think there's a lot. Plus, like, obviously, Adam Levine is far more attractive than Jonah Hill. So there's probably a lot of back and forth power dynamics. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I understand the intricacies of, like, heterosexual bro culture enough no, to tell you. Same. And I, you know, uh, and I say this as a largely heterosexual bro. Um, so I, you know, I think the, uh, the thing, I mean, whatever Maroon 5 is just non-music to me. It's, 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 it's so bad. When I first heard Maroon 5, I was like, well, these guys will be like a one hit wonder. They're like lit. Remember lit? (laughs) The band lit. They had one song. It was like my, it's called my own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. (laughs) Yeah. You know that song? Yes. They one hit. They're like pop punk or whatever. And then they just disappeared as they should. I was like, Maroon 5 is definitely like a lit-esque situation. But Jonah Hill's been pulling some strings in Hollywood, and we cannot get rid of them. Yeah, Jonah Hill somehow got Maroon 5 into some deal. I mean, literally, Maroon 5 is like the band that did the deal with the devil. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I will... Like bedazzled. He's like, I will feast on your eternal souls. And they're like, yeah, okay, just as long as we can keep doing hits or whatever. <laughs> um, whatever it takes, man. I got to be a famous guy. Uh, I mean, I understand. I'm sure Adam Levine's actually a really nice guy, you know. I'm sure he's just sure. A really but sweet while I was guy. watching that, I was like, any like living female performer could do a better show than this. And like, I would rather watch Megan Trainer for 20 minutes. But they're all <laughs> wow. so boring. That's bold. That is bold. Well, their whole thing is like keep it safe. Yeah, they're, they're just trying but, to keep. But they, they gotta, want the trappings of cool. So like, he like takes his shirt off. He's got tattoos, but every yeah. tattoo is like calculated marketing tattoo. But the, I'm gonna look at a picture right now while we're talking. Adam. Levine Super Bowl tattoos. Hello. Hello. Auto, sir, auto search, auto fill, whatever the fuck you are. Thanks, Big here. Data. Let me see what Big Data is showing me about his. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a bunch of stuff. You know, he's got some uh, Sanskrit on here. He's got, uh, you know, a lion, California. There's an eagle there, a, a cherub. Basically, um, if you just went to the wall of any tattoo it, parlor. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, good it's definitely like a kind of choose your own adventure. Like, I'm just looking at some home. Let me get some. He's like, you know what I want to get? You know what I want to get? Some dice on my wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like no, to no, he's play like, the he's odds. Like, <laughs> general. He's like, I want to look generally tattooed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like, what can I? They're like, hey, what about a piece on your back that's like an uh, an angel holding a skull? It might be like a fish. It's like an angel holding a fish. He's like, whatever. I don't care. It's like, how about a piece on your arm? We'll do some numbers. We'll do some like Yakuza style shit. His tattoos like, are the Maroon 5 of tattoos. It sounds right to me. I didn't realize. Okay, so I've only seen because I didn't watch it before. He's got a butterfly, which is okay. Um, he's like, this he, represents rebirth. I didn't realize he started with a shirt on. So that's. 
Oh yeah, he looks like a couch. Yeah, I've, I just saw this picture of there's like this pattern that's on a couch that's exactly the same thing as on a shirt. It's pretty funny. But like, anyhow, look, we've already spent way too much time talking about this, but because you know, it's like if you saw these pictures and you didn't know anything about them, you're like, well, this guy's like kind of some kind of hard ass. Like, what's this? They had some kind of fucking metal band at the <laughs> halftime show, right? Like, this yeah, fucking, he, Supreme underwear. Especially if you like, if you if you squinted a little, you'd be like, oh, like something. So there's like a new green di- day style like yeah you know. like something like hard you know and he's like like this <laughs> what are what is the word five hits let me just look up like she five will hits. be loved yeah she will be did they do that i don't i don't remember uh, moves moves like jagger <laughs> uh, uh i don't know one more night is that a hit maps which i think i know the. it's like got some kind of like hooting part in it um top 10 maroon five songs here they are you ready maps Maps. Don't want to know featuring Kendrick Lamar. Animals. Makes me wonder. She will be love. That's number six. This love. Oh, this love. That was their was that their first hit? I think it might have been. This love? This love. I think that was She Will Be Love. No, 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 no. This Love, 2004. Oh. Yeah. That's the first Maroon 5 joint that hit the world. Maybe? Or or wait. Yes. Then this love followed by she will be loved. That's how bland oh, yeah. these. This love is yeah. take yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> That's how bland Maroon 5 is. They couldn't even get out of doing their second single with the word love in the title. They were like, like love, love, love. love. Gotta like, love, love, love. I'm in love. Love her. Like, I love let's her. Get, let's fall in love. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Meanwhile, they don't even write their own. Fu- and not that this matters. They don't write their own fucking songs. It's, you know, they're like, literally the songs are written by the same people that write fucking Lady Gaga songs. Sorry. Lady Gaga writes Lady Gaga songs. Okay. Fight me. Does she? Yes. Let's see. Let me see. Um, what is her biggest hit? Gaga? Yeah. Um, her biggest radio hit was uh, a song I don't like called what is Reasons. It? But her What's biggest hit in general is Bad Romance. Bad Romance. That was that made is that from her first record? No, it's from the Fame Monster EP. Fame Monster EP. Let yeah, tell you who the wrote Fame it. was the album. Fame Monster was an additional mm, songwriters, thing. Songwriters her. And then this guy, Nadir Kayat. Oh, Red One. Red One. The producer. It. No, songwriter credit. Yeah, but he's the producer of that song. That's why he got But he also has credit. a songwriter credit. That's all I'm telling you. Lady Gaga Fine. writes her own music. Everybody has, everybody gets help. It's no big deal. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, everybody has help. Let me tell you. <clears throat> let's look at some. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, I'm not knocking her, but she definitely doesn't write all of her own songs. She definitely yeah. does. And I'm only saying this because I'm talking about how Maroon 5 writes none of their own songs. <laughs> okay? She writes more songs than Maroon All 5. Right. I'll, I'll bet you that. I want to say this, though, before we get off of this topic. Uh, let's look have at you Born ever This Way. Th- Let me look at Born This Way real quick. Have you ever heard? Oh, Born This Way was 100% written by her because there was that whole scandal that it sounded like Express mm. Yourself. Mm. No, no. Oh, the song? Yeah. Uh, written by Gaga and uh, Yeppe Larson, uh, performing under the name Senior. Junior Senior. Lead vocals of the band Junior Senior. Um, honestly, there's only one song on this record where she has sole writing credit. No big deal. No shame in that game. I'm just telling you. Red One writes a lot of songs with her. Okay. okay. Let's get back on topic. Uh, well, the one... <laughs> You're so bad. This, this is God, off. the cover of Born This Way is terrible. My goodness. Oh, yeah. No, it's really I've bad. never Everybody really looked at Everybody bought the this. deluxe edition because Holy it was a better shit. looking CD. This is fucking really insane. Bad. Is this really the cover? I know it's really bad. Did she do this herself? 
Yes. She's like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to Photoshop it. Just forget it. It's going to be me as a motorcycle. Yeah, it's bad. But I'm going to look like. Look at the deluxe edition. The deluxe edition is good. But I'm going to look exactly like D. Snyder. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to use D. Snyder's head, but it's going to be my arm or something here. I know. It's really bad. Ooh. Hoo-wee. And, you know, I think Lady Gaga is very attractive, but that does not doing her justice. Yeah. I know. Okay. What's next on our list of amazing Well, before topics? we move on, have you ever oh. heard the um, Moves Like Jagger conspiracy theory about Mick Jagger? Um, no. Do you remember there was a show on TV? It was originally going to be called – I think it was originally going to be called Let's Rob Mick Jagger. Mm-mm. Uh, hold on. It may have actually ended up being called that. Nobody remembers this. Let's Rob Mick Jagger, I think was the name of the show. The Knights of Prosperity, they renamed it. And now I think they should not have renamed it. It was on for 13 episodes in uh, 2007. It's an American comedy series. Uh, it's about a show of mis- – uh, sorry, about a group of misfits who attempt to rob various celebrities, the first being Mick Jagger. Jagger was credited as one of the executive producers. Uh, originally, it was called uh, Let's Rob Jeff Goldblum. Oh, they were going to change the title. Let's rob Jeff Goldblum. Let's rob, uh, let's rob Mick Jagger, et cetera. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyhow, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so my conspiracy theory, and, yes. and I truly believe this, is that – so the Rolling Stones signed to UMG in 2008. And th- remember like in the late 2000s, every pop song ever mentioned Mick Jagger? No, I don't remember that. L- like the Black Eyed Peas had that song, The Time – there's moves like Jagger, TikTok mentions Mick Jagger, Jonas mm. Brothers songs mention Mick Jagger. All these artists that were also signed to UMG started mentioning Mick Jagger a lot. And this I have also, a conspiracy theory that this was all to make Mick Jagger more relevant. And it's backed up by the fact that if you look up Google Trends, every time a song about him comes out, like his yeah, stuff yeah, who is like Mick Jagger? People, yeah, 20-year-olds are like, who is Mick Jagger? Yeah. And then suddenly they're like, wait, what's this Steel Wheels record? Let me check it out. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, I love Steel Wheels. They're like, I'm the cool. Joke- I understand Kesha's references. I don't know if anybody is understanding my <laughs> joke here. Steel Wheels is like a 90s maybe or late 80s Rolling Stones record. It's not considered to be one of their best. Okay. What's the, what's the hit from Steel Wheels though? I'm actually curious now. We're really going down so many beautiful rabbit holes here. Steel Wheels, if you if – you, uh, is that what it's called? Or did I just make that up? Is that the not the – Rolling Stones. Okay, I did not make that up. Here's the big hit. 1989. Crazy fucking year, by the way. Uh, crazy That's when year. I was born. 1989 is the year that um, Tim Burton's Batman came out. Yeah. Uh, and then some other stuff happened. I don't really remember. Ryan Hulahan came out. <laughs> Ryan Hulahan and Tim Burton's Batman both came out in 1989. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and Steel Wheels. Uh, mixed Emotions. I think that was the big hit. Mm. Anyhow. Well, in other news, yes, Facebook's been uh, paying teens yeah. to spy on them. <laughs> you know, speaking teens, of cool things among teens, teens. Oh, we got to talk about TikTok for a second, by the way. But but let's but let's talk about this because speaking of teens, um, uh, yeah, Facebook was paying teens. They're like, we'll give you twenty a twenty dollars gift certificate to Arby's or something. Yeah. In, ex- in exchange for, they're all, like, you like likes, we'll send you some likes. They're like, not just. Not just in exchange for like what you do on Facebook or whatever. Literally in exchange for everything you do on your phone. Yeah. Text messages, location. I love it. All traffic. They know how to do it. I got to respect them. You got to respect Facebook for just going for it. <laughs> just They're just like, we don't care how wrong it is anymore. 
Like, what do you I can't believe do? the teens are only getting 20 bucks a month. That's a lot of money to teens. You should see what happens when Zelda gets a dime. I guess. We wrote her a check for a dollar the other day. She was ecstatic. <laughs> it's, well, she helped to fix something. She was like, that'll be $1.25. I'm like, all right. Seems like a, actually a pretty good deal. One time when we, we went to a 7-Eleven and my dad offered to buy me a slushie and I asked him if I could have the money for it instead. And he said, you know what? You can. <laughs> He's like, that's a smart business decision. I respect it. Um, at any rate, so what were we talking about? Oh, right. Uh, the, yeah. I mean, it's like Facebook is just so bad. They're just so bad. They're so, they're just, they stink. And listen, I don't know. I can't remember. Like somebody somebody tagged me on Facebook They're not today. even devious. They're just bad. No, they're, they're like Boris, it's, Boris and Natasha. Like they're, they're like, just we like, have two billion, we're evil. <laughs> we have two billion customers and our stock is soaring. What are you going to do to us? Yeah. You know? They're not going to be blackmailed by the National Enquirer. You can't take... Um, they're like, here's our dick. We pay teens. You can't, you can't, you can't fight them. Mm-mm. You just have to avoid them. Um, so anyhow, what was I saying? Oh, right. So, so uh, Facebook's bad. Anyhow, somebody like pinged me on Facebook. They're like, you know, they like at, they at, added me, at, mm-hmm. at, messaged me. They didn't, they didn't at me, uh, whatever. Um, whatever. And I looked at Facebook because like, I don't look at Facebook. And I was like, okay, I've seen this message and it was not worth my time. And now I'm done with Facebook again. I don't even know why I have the Facebook account. I'm always completely astonished when I load up Facebook and I see somebody is posting like a picture of themselves with a story about their day in earnest with some hashtags. I'm like, what what are we doing here? Why are you on here? It's wild. It's wild, man. It's blowing my mind. And actually, it's a nice segue. I do want to talk about before we end this podcast. I want to talk a little bit about Candace Owens, uh, her comments about Hitler. Um, I don't know if you've been catching following that at all. Oh yeah, when she she proposed uh, a green new like deal Hitler? and then was holding politicians accountable and uh, oh no today. no sorry I'm no, thinking this of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Sorry, <laughs> today she was like she was like look hey, if Hitler wanted to do what Hitler was doing in Germany that would have been fine. Problem is he wanted to do it everywhere else and it's like what? <laughs> Wait, oh what? you mean the genocide? The genocide he was doing would have been fine. As long as shoving, he kept it inside of Germany. Shoving Germans in ovens because of their there's religion. So, look, there are so many bad people. Yeah, let's, not, let's not get off track. Candace Owen, who Kanye West was like, her mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kanye. I mean, there's, you know, this, this, uh, uh, who's the actor that got attacked um, uh, in, in, was it in Chicago? Oh, Jesse Smollett? Yes, Jesse Smollett. Thank you. Um, the, 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 you, you, it's like you can no longer, there is no possible way you can claim that MAGA and the MAGA hat does not represent like a, 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 like institutional racism, uh, yeah, a call violent for, like, institutional genocide. white supremacy mindset and doctrine. I mean, to me, that is the clearest sign. It's like, it is being, that is what it is being used for. That is what it is. It is the, that is the thing that. So like, if Kanye puts that fucking hat on again, I mean, I, he should be canceled already. As far as I know, based on what I know about canceling, based on what I understand about cancel culture, Kanye should be canceled, and yet it seems like he's still not canceled. Because the thing about cancel culture is that it exists as like a construct that we can discuss and like what's the impulse and stuff. But at the end of the day, like Woody Allen could still go make a movie. No, at the end of the day, fandom beats out cancel culture. Yeah, if you have a fan base big enough yeah, that doesn't fan care about how bad you are, cancels cancel culture. I mean, fan culture. It's like it's like it's like a blind fan 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 culture. I mean, Chris is Brown the ultimate, still sells is the ultimate antidote to cancel culture. Yeah, Chris Brown like, still sells insane. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't care. I just don't care what he does. It's like the people who go to the Louis C.K. shows and are like, I don't care how bad I'm he is. I'm separating the art from the artist. I'm going to go yeah. see Louis C.K. make jokes about how he wants to attack teens like he attacked women. No, but I mean, look, straight up, like, you can do that. I, mean, I, could, I could watch a Woody Allen movie right now and still find it entertaining. But like the, the movies where he's the movies where he's like dating a really young girl. Yeah. And he's old. You know, yeah, like it's going to be like slightly more disturbing and maybe make me feel like the movie has a subtext that I didn't pick up on before. And maybe I don't want to watch the movie anymore. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back on topic. Were we on topic? Oh, I want to talk about TikTok. Can we talk about TikTok? Sure. I know this is not on your list of topics. So somebody was going, there's like big thread yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Some reporter or somebody was like, um, I'm glad that, sorry, I just saw on my Twitter feed, Daily Beast. Candace Owens, Hitler was okay until he t- tried to go global. That's their headline. <laughs> Candace Owens needs to fucking be canceled. Sorry. If we're, t- if we're doing cancel culture right, this is a person who needs to be canceled. Okay. Anyhow. Uh, so TikTok, some reporter was like, oh, I love how pure TikTok is. It's so sweet. It's so – it's like the internet before it got nasty and ugly and blah, blah, blah. And like I was looking at these videos that they were sharing. And like, so admittedly, some of them are amazing. Like amazing. By the way, it's just Vine. It seems yeah, like I was going to say the spirit of Vine has it, not. Died. It is. It is Vine, right? Um. Uh, but like, I find something. There's something about the the type of videos that I see. A lot of videos that I was seeing on TikTok that I that makes me like somewhat question the like pureness of it all. Like, have you ever looked at TikTok? Of course. There's a lot of like teenage girls in like. You know, I don't know, less than loungewear. Like, I mean, there's a whole culture of, and I, this is across multiple apps, of teen boys with their shirt off, either yeah, yeah, teen boys too. or yeah. saying like, hey, girl, like, I'm your only boyfriend. And like, all you got to do is send me a couple bits or whatever, like the in-app currency is. And like, I'll talk to you for a few minutes. And it's like, uh, it's. Not only does it open itself up for exploitation by adults, it's like a horrible oh, model I, to sell to impressionable no, teenagers. No, 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 no. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like that like what seems to be the one of the dominant forms of entertainment on TikTok is like a kind of like pretty sexualized teen person, boy or girl, largely seems to be boys and girls, um, not wearing a ton of clothes, like dancing in a fairly sexualized way or singing in a fairly sexualized way about something. It can be funny sometimes. It can be cute. But there's a lot of it that like made me like kind of uncomfortable. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. think this is like as innocent and pure. And like if I'm a fucking total creep and I'm sure, I'm sure there are – and I think this has been written about a little bit because I haven't really fucked with TikTok at all. Like I kind of – I looked at it when it was musically. I was like, this is definitely not for me. Like I, I know when to draw the line, you know, like – there are fucking like there's some 40 year old guys who are like, I'm going to engage in the musically community. Like, I'm not that guy. <laughs> um, and 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 then I went and then I started, went back yesterday and I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, like I'm not I hear what this person's saying. And I think viewed through the most generous lens in a world where there are no creeps like this is totally cute, but we don't live in that world, no. you know, and the world we live in is like you need to view this through the lens of like this is like these people are are engaging in something that looks different to different sets of people. And I think is like, is absolutely a part of this kind of like overly sexualized, overly glamorized Instagram mentality that we have about the way things should look and feel like, did you see business insider had an article about um, a a study that they did where they had teens um, like they took a picture of teens and they were like, uh, edit this photo. They like gave the teens like editing tools, or like somebody would edit the photos with them. They're like, edit this till you think it's like ready to put on Instagram, and like perfectly 
fine looking, beautiful looking people did like insane things to their faces, like teens, because they don't think that like their face looks the way it, it doesn't look the way it should look to go mm-hmm. on social media. And like, I, that's fucked up. Like, I'm gonna, I'm, I have to say, I, I was watching that Netflix documentary Abducted in Plain Sight about this girl <laughs> who gets kidnapped, and it's yeah. absolutely bonkers. Yeah. But the whole time I was thinking, if you kidnapped like a teen girl nowadays, like if that was like what you were gonna do, um, oh, it would be really hard to put up missing <laughs> pictures because all the pictures of teen <laughs> girls are so heavily edited yeah. that I nobody know. would know. Nobody would know how to find them. Yeah, no, we just we actually just ran a piece about this, about celebrity beauty um, on the site written by Angela uh, Lashbrook, who's great, and um, and sort of touches on this. I mean, the amount of I mean, Laura and I talk about this all the time because like we'll fall like we fall like you know, just regular somewhat regular people, not models, not celebrities. Yeah, I don't and, follow. And like, I don't. I, my account is literally Instagram. I only follow people that I actually know. I don't follow I, meme accounts, celebrities, any of that. And and like and like and like people. The, the level of casual like filtering that goes on, yeah, like like the level of casual touching up that happens is like it's fucking weird. I mean, it's it's there's something problematic about it. Like, and I think I mean, that, it's to the degree that I will put a filter on or touch whatever up because I don't want to look even uglier than all the other things in your feed. You know what I mean? No, right. I mean, it's it, it, but but the also the homogeneity. It's like an arms of, race. But the homogeneity of all that is also really depressing. Like it's like I'm increasingly like when you look at like the like whatever the the Los Angeles faces of women. Yeah. It's increasingly like one face. It's weird when it, people get plastic surgery for a trend like that too cuz you're like you have the 2010 face. Yeah. It's like you this face like like this this style is going to change and then you're going to be stuck yeah and but also can, like i don't know people look best in my opinion for the most part listen if you if you feel strongly like you need to have something done to your to your body like i'm not going to be like you shouldn't do that i'm not going to police what other people do yeah if there's but, a feature or two that you're like this one really bothers me but you shouldn't be trying to create a new face like most people look their far by far their most attractive like the way that they were supposed to that's look. the thing like like if there's something actually that i find I find it to be uncanny, and it is actually like an uncanny valley thing when like people's faces are really perfect. You know, the mm-hmm. perfection is like actually and looks like an error to me, and and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. But it is sad to me to think about like this whole, and I'm sure I sound like an old man now, but this is like this goes deeper than like the kids are watching too much TV or the kids are playing too many video games. Like we're not talking about like, you know, like I think typically when you think about like. uh older generations being worried about younger generations it's in the past it's always been about like you know yeah there's been some sort of like they're getting their ears pierced or they're getting tattoos or whatever you know it's like those are very much like and i would say like what is interesting is like those are very much like additive sort of uh their augmentations to what like sort of exists mm-hmm. you know in many ways this is like an alteration this is a removal of, of character yeah it's like, like right and it's like just this a very it's just such a crazy anyhow this is i mean obviously this goes way deeper than just the fucking tiktok conversation my point about tiktok is i don't know what kind of policing is being done on tiktok and i don't know where like i don't know who's none i don't it's like lawless. I, don't, I know it's it was bought by a chinese company right like it's yes. not owned by a a, a a western or even a u.s company um i don't know what their policies are I don't know what the thing is being used for. Clearly, somebody's making money off of it. I'm not exactly sure how. I assume the artists are making money. And there's some really amazing stuff on there, like funny stuff and 
like creative stuff, truly creative stuff. There's also a lot of stuff in there that's like this weird intersection of like youth culture and like cam girl culture and like over sexualizing like adolescents and teens and like it definitely is like if you view it through the lens of like a lot of creeps on the internet, which is like that's who's looking at it. Uh, it's weird, and I don't think it's good. That's just my review of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's one of those things that um, I don't think parents understand it, so they don't. They're not talking about it because they truly just don't get what it is. Like you remember when the news would be like, kids are going to rainbow parties where they put like rubber bands on their arms to see what yeah. kind of sex they're having. Yeah. That's a really easy thing for them to explain. A five minute like nightly rainbow, news. The rainbow parties were completely debunked, right? It's like yeah, complete, those weren't real. Rainbow parties were. I remember con- thinking like I would go to a rainbow party. So I just want to. I just want to be clear, and I, and for any sensitive viewers out there, you know, um, steal yourself. The the. The rainbow party concept was that girls were wearing different colored lipstick and then like giving guys blowjobs to see who could like go the furthest. Oh, no, that wasn't what I was talking about. That's not what rainbow parties are? No. I thought it was when people were wearing like wristbands of different colors to signify the kind of sex. They would have kind of like the hanky code, the gay hanky code. Hold on. Okay. No, dude. This is from Wikipedia. A variant of other sex party or myths, the stories claim that at these events, allegedly increasingly popular among adolescents, females wearing various shades of lipstick take turns filleting males in sequence, leaving multiple colors colors resembling a rainbow on their penises. Okay, dear God. Nobody <laughs> was doing that. <laughs> like, Nobody was no doing one that. did that. You know why? Kids aren't that organized. Also, they're not. Yeah, they're not. Also, teens are not like, hey, here's an idea. It's like they're like, I got drunk and did something stupid. Like that's what that's what happens. Yeah. Also, like that isn't fun. Like anyone who did that one time would be like, why did Marcy make us do that? That was terrible. <laughs> I feel like I feel like for a teen boy, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I mean, I know it's like you know, it's like. Whatever. I mean, it's a lot of pressure it's, on a group of teen girls too. Let's this just... is, I mean, this is like completely fabricated. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, anyway, I just don't think the news could explain TikTok with to anyone's satisfaction to anybody. So no, 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 nobody can explain anything. Everybody's stupid. Nobody knows anything. I mean, people on the news don't know anything. I mean, they know some stuff. Nah, you'd be- on on like regular news. I really trust Kaidi Tong on CW News. What? I'm just kidding. Who right. is that? And what is She's that? She's great. She 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 is uh she's the news reader on CW's like news thing and I really CW like her. has news yeah I like oh, her like local news yeah that New York one are my jam all That's right cool. let's move on yeah let's okay. move to nice things okay oh we're doing nice things we're doing nice things this is a quick one they're really actually despite the, all of the things we talked about there really hasn't been anything notable that has happened I mean AOC continues to slay take. I mean, AOC is slaying. I've, I've got to admit, it's she's crushing it. She's changing the whole way the whole way the government works. The State of the Union happened, but I don't really know what to say about it. Except I didn't watch Trump it. lies and everybody. I won't. Else I won't watch angry. this guy. I saw these fucking people. I didn't like, watch them either. They're like real time fact check. It's like it doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can't real time fact check him. Nope. I'm not. Everything I, he's saying is bullshit. I went and did a Glenn Close themed comedy show instead, and you know what? I came away much more informed and galvanized. I'll there say you that. go. There you go. I would say, um, I would say, uh, also big news: Albert Finney died. You know, the original Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell Zelda. No, I won't. But uh, she doesn't really understand the whole concept of death yet. So, or maybe actors. We've been reading. This is, this is a total aside, but we've been reading um, Treasure Island, which Laura suggested, and I think is way too advanced. I mean, there's like five deaths in the first twenty pages. <laughs> 
and like one of the deaths is like with the Lord bl- of the Flies. It's like the blind beggar was 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 uh, run through with a horse or whatever. It's like uh, <laughs> and he's like literally his body's like in a ditch. It's like uh, that's like, like how this- Pirates of the Caribbean used to explain to kids like how women were sold off to pirates and sex slavery, like within the first two minutes of the ride. She's like. She, or she's like, uh, what's happening? I'm like, um, the blind beggar died. He, he, a horse ran over him. She's like, she's like, are they going to the black spot? I'm like, no, no, no. The black spot is something that gets put on you. It's like a, you're marked for death. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, last night before bed, I, the Bezos story broke as we were putting Zelda to bed, and I was like, I was like, hey, Laura, I was like, Laura, have you seen this Jeff Bezos story? And she's like, no. And then Zelda's like, who's Jeff Bezos? And I was explaining oh, no. the story to her. I mean, I was explaining to her in you know a clean way. I was like, "He's a very powerful man." It was very complicated. Anyhow, she seemed interested. <laughs> She's a big Bezos fan. Anyhow, let's do let's do nice things. Good. Things. We need to get on tonight. Sick things. Get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, you going first? I guess. Yeah, do it. So uh, I watched Velvet Buzzsaw on. Oh, I want to see that. It's definitely worth a watch. No spoilers. I- it makes me nervous to even criticize it because it's all about how, like, criticism is bad and art is just for you, man. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie, I, I recommend everyone just just go and do that right now. <laughs> um, mm. Really, he is so beautiful. Um, and he was good in it as well. And He seems like he's really completely, completely he's off the beautiful. fucking chain on that one. Yeah. I played Kingdom Hearts 3, and as I expected, it's not a good game, but it's a great game. The uh, whole thing ex- is a series of cutscenes, and explain. then you mash the button button X, and the plot makes no sense. I mean, it includes like, I mean, and I've been following Kingdom Hearts since the beginning. Trust me. But the plot is like, you know, there's time travel, double identities, people with the same face, hearts and souls, and um, you know, amnesia and uh, like crisscrossing, uh organizations with the same name but they're not the same and good and evil and then like mickey and donald and it's so weird and i like i'm having a lot of fun Hmm. but i can't recommend it Hmm. like if you've Hmm. never played a kingdom hearts game absolutely don't start now i um (laughs) i only know what uh uh, jeremy gordon and aaron edwards uh, formerly jeremy currently of it and aaron formerly of the outline have talked about i mean they they wrote some stuff about it and they talked about it a bunch and i've and I, Aaron had some, he had some like videos of it on his like Instagram. And I was like, what is this game you're playing? He's like Kingdom Hearts. I was like, this seems fucking crazy. It's incredible fun. I, I cringe at myself remembering how I felt watching like some of the cutscenes because it's just like, we've got to go to get Rapunzel. Her hearts are intertwined with the system. And if we don't save Kyrie, then she won't be able to release the darkness and get Xehanort's clone to, you're like, all right, guys, we got to <laughs> fucking calm down. Like, sounds good to me. Sounds I just want to see Rapunzel's pretty hair. That sounds good. Um, so uh, that, that is a nice thing. All right. Jake so you recommend Hall's it. a nice thing. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Um, I gotta, I'm going to just going to meander here a little bit. So first off, um, I mean, I know I've already talked about it. But I finished my first playthrough of Resident Evil 2, uh-huh. uh, the remake, and it is so fucking good. It is just like, and also I will say, uh, a great argument for shorter games. Like, oh, I love, yes. I Any love game it. you could do in eight hours, great. Yeah, and I just fucking tore through it and I enjoyed it. And it was a good, like, engaging, like, you know, I probably spent 10 hours or something playing it, maybe a little bit more. Now I'm going back for my second round, my second run with Claire. 
And um, it's See, fucking fun. Claire. That's funny. What's that? I said I started with Claire. Yeah, I, so I originally started with Claire and then I was like, oh, no, I'm going to start with Leon. And then I was like, I kind of like, I actually went back and forth a couple times at the beginning. And I wasn't sure. And then I just like stopped with Leon because I don't know, because I'm a jerk. I'm sexist. Um, at any rate, uh, so I think actually the Claire version is in some ways better, but it's like, yeah, I'm it like, is. wow, I'm like, this is such a completely different story. Like there's so much other stuff going on. It's exciting to do it a second time and also like take all of the stress of like, how do I play this game out of it? Now I'm like, okay, I know how to play it really well. I know where stuff is. It's a little bit different this time around, but like it's a different level of playing it. You know, it's like, okay, the tyrant showed up, but I can handle it. Anyhow, so it's really fun and and Can I highly recommend it. And I'm looking alone. now for I'm now on the hunt for games that have good stories and great play and end at some point. I also it also encouraged me to go back and start playing. I downloaded um uh Resident Evil Revelations for my Switch. Yeah. Which I completely forgot I had. And I was like, oh, wait, I have another Resident Evil game that I have never played because I didn't play it uh, the first time around. And um, it's not that good, but it definitely like there's a lot in common with like Resident Evil 2. I basically like every Resident Evil game except three. They're they're all I mean, four I, is wait, I think three. I think three, three is good. Four has just every idea for every horror or fantasy or action no four is the ever. greatest i mean four like is the shoved in four it's is the insane. go for everyone knows that it's a well it's well i will uh, buy every it on every platform like every time they release it i will buy it it's well documented that um listen gamecube is the best and nobody knows it but gamecube is like low-key the best ever i mean resident evil 4 is just incredible um so anyhow so um yeah, yeah so shorter I, I, games. You know what does it does not yeah, interest games. me in the in 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 the the least something like Anthem with like lots of people and we've got to just get in our robot robot suits robots and and the story plays out and it's a personal story and we've got to like microtransaction in weapons so that we can proceed with our party. Like no, no, thank you. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to see Rapunzel's pretty hair and then end this at some yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, look, I like a long game. I mean, I like, I do like a long game, you know, I will, I will absolutely, um, you know, I'll absolutely play like Horizon Zero Dawn, which was a super long game and you can play forever if you want, you know, or like Fallout 3, which was like a super long game. But there's a story there that ends at some point. Yeah. Like if you want to keep catching Pokemon, you're welcome to do so. But the Pokemon plot itself is like 10 hours, you're done. Yeah. And so, at any rate, so I, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying a game that ends, and I'm going to keep looking for games that end. Um, the, and then the other thing is, uh, I'm reading, I've, I'm just about to uh, done with this book uh, called Bad Behavior, written by a woman named Mary Gateskill. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Um, and it's, I think maybe the first thing she published. It's a collection of short stories, so it's some of her early stories. Um, and I'm reading it for a book club that uh, Laura and I have started with a friend of ours, um, which is just like. Uh, well, originally the idea was like we were going to just have a book club and that – well, Laura and I were going to have a book club and then I was like you need more than two people to have a book club, I felt. So we involved our friend and now – but then the, the uh, our friend Allison was like could it be a, a book club about really fucked up books and we're like, okay, let's – like what's a fucked up book? And then we like ended up with some like like torture porn books essentially like and I'm like, yeah, like this isn't the kind of – and Laura's like, how about this? And it's like fucked up because it's just about people behaving badly. Um, at any rate, it's really good. It's, mm-hmm. um, it is, uh, it's actually one of the stories is, is, is secretary, which the movie is based on. So you can get a kind of idea yeah. of the types of stories she writes. And, um, they're just, she's a really wonderful writer. 
and uh, and the book is good and it's easy to read. It's a short book and there's a bunch of short stories in it. So if you're trying to like get something accomplished on the reading front, I recommend it. Also, if you want to be both disgusted and titillated at the same time, Mary Gates Gill is your is your lady. Um, that's I think that's kind of it for my nice things. All right, Chris well. Chris Pine's performance in uh, I Am the Night. If you like a really over the top, if you like a really over the top unhinged Chris Pine, that's the flick for you. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just discovered that your family is on TikTok. That's it. Your family's on TikTok and you need to have a chat with them.